Welcome to this week's edition of Tuesdays with Torah with Rabbi Mayor Bodner. Every week we'll explore some Torah values that will help us grow, understand, and be more successful in our lives and relationships. We try to hone in on subjects and ideas that are not readily known or available and explore and enlighten them through our Torah scholars of past and present to get a better understanding of what the Torah wants from us and how we can greatly enhance our lives, goals, and relationships with others and Hashem. We welcome your comments and suggestions and we'll try to incorporate them in our show. Here's Rabbi Bodner. Hope you enjoy. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome everybody to Tuesdays with Tyra. Aleichem Shalom. Thank you so much for coming and uh, being here with and learning with us and everybody out there from Tyra anytime. And talking about Tyra anytime, I'd like to introduce, I don't know if anybody saw Elliot uh, at the end of the table. Say hello to Elliot. Hello. Yeah. So, yeah, so Elliot is, gave me a lot of chizik because um, what happened was, can I say it over in, in live? with uh, thousands of you, actually, I don't know how many of you, so when you come and you tell me, you saw it, so Elliot saw our, our, our shir, and he um, did a little research to find out, I guess he heard us talking about it in, we're in Farakaway, so he um, did a little research, a little sleuthing, and he found online the name of Aaron, Aaron Younger, our administrator, and he texted him, where is the shir? What's what? When is it happening? It sounds like it's exciting. It's nice, um, and uh, yeah, he heard. I, I, I enjoyed the Pelayites, which is our series we're doing now. So um, yeah, we're well. We're happy to welcome you, and more so is that uh, thanks for giving us chizik. By doing that, you really uh, you know show us that uh, you know there are people out there listening, and <laughs> <laughs> it's not just going in cyber cyber outer space. Um, but but uh, Baruch Hashem, I do get a lot of positive feedback, and I, every single one is, is very, very important to me and uh, to everybody. So I really, really appreciate it and welcome, and we hope to see you. Uh, we hope to see you more often. Okay, so tonight's share Zapelios talks about um, the uh, about eating and drinking. Right? It uh, sounds like a mundane topic, but it's fascinating. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you tuned in tonight. Uh, because there's a, there's a lot of very, very valuable things um, for everybody to learn about eating and um, drinking. So, so we eat and drink. We, that's something that we do. Yes, Labish? We eat and drink. And um, the question is, how can we make the most of our eating and drinking? So, um, he says as follows. There's three levels. And there's eating Alt-Isser. Not, not, not permitted food, and there's eating mutter, and then there's eating of a mitzvah. What his goal is to make all eating, eating of a mitzvah. And it's not that hard to do. We're eating anyway. We're enjoying it. We're going out to eat. We're making food. We're eating three times a day, or sometimes five times a day. Right? If you're on a diet, you're supposed to eat five times a day. But, um, so how do we make that count? Um, so he says as follows. To, to eat, to eat, for a mitzvah, really, we all know this, if you eat and drink, because we know that we need strength and energy to do the will of Hashem. Um, so it sounds, you know, sure, like a very high matriga, but it's really, really not, because if we think about it, let's, let's, let's contemplate it, right? We know that, that any time we have 
a fast day. We're at a commission. Boom. You know, like in yeshiva, there's no seder. Fast, like big deal. You ate like your whole life. You fast the last <laughs> night. You just you just ate a, a, a twenty course meal, right? Your belly is so is so full. So you have enough food. No one's dying from from uh, the eight hours that you're not eating, right? Plenty of food. We all have plenty of food. We're like camels. So, but what happens is we miss a meal. We get weak. We get shvach. We're 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 not. We can't focus. So. That's how Hashem made us. We need to eat our, our three times a day. So if you think about it, why are we eating? Of course we can enjoy it. And it's not a contradiction to say, I really enjoy a medium rare steak. And that's how you're supposed to eat steak. And anybody who doesn't know that, obviously doesn't know how to eat. Okay? Um, so, so, and everyone's entitled to my opinion. That's... Uh, <laughs> Um, but the truth is, is that yeah, we can enjoy it, and it's not. It's we're supposed to enjoy it. That's what the Peleite said. By the way, three weeks ago, you could tune into that. Is how we're supposed to take care of our bodies, and we're supposed to enjoy it. That's how Hashem gave it to us. However, we can also think about that. Yes, if we need food for our existence, and we know that we're we're a mess, right? You, we, coming home, we come home supper, we didn't eat. Our, our wives, our our mothers, our friends should know that. Just watch out for us, especially us men, right? We're just, we're just a mess if we don't have our food. So we obviously, as Hashem made us, we need our food. We need to survive. We need our food. We need to have energy. So if we think about it, why, do we living, why are we living as religious Jews? We all know. We're not living like the people out there. We're working to, to have food and we're eating to be able to work. We're playing. We're working so we could party and we're partying so we should have energy and to work, you know, it's like it's a constant vicious cycle until you know you look in the mirror and you say, "Well, what? What for?" Right? We all know that every single day is meaningful for us. We have we're we're doing mitzvahs. We're every day we're doing we're coming closer to Hashem. We're building families. We're building friendship. We're building relationships. We're we're davening. We're learning. We're making other people smile. Every single thing that we do is we go out to the bathroom and we come and we thank God for going for for having everything work, all the holes and all everything the edifices work. So everything we do is for Hashem, really. And if we just contemplate, so it, it's a fact. So all we have to do is connect the dots, put the two together. We know that we got to eat. We got to go. It's just like we make Asher Yatza. Just like we every time we something happens, we want to eat a, a great great candy, a great piece of chocolate. It's a shahakal. Then we know that it's all come from Hashem. All, all it takes is a little drop of mindfulness, and boom, it changes everything. We go to get a seven-course meal um, of steak and, and, and a course. But uh, besides for that, we get a seven-course meal, we change it. We change it totally around, and we make it into a mitzvah. We're eating it anyway, we're enjoying it anyway. So it's, it's, such, it's such an amazing thing. So that's something that we have to, in order for that to work, Hi Yossi, welcome. Uh, we have to work on it. We can't just, we can't, it doesn't happen automatically. The second thing is, Yossi, you came in the right time because you'd appreciate this, is that, and I don't understand it, maybe you can explain it, but I'm just saying of what the Peleite says, that every, in every food there is nitzaitis, there are sparks of kedusha, And in, in the food there is some sort of kedusha. So we know that Sometimes if we eat a fish, and the fish could ha- have to be part of a gilgal, and you're eating by making a bracha and eating it, uh, we're being masakin it. But he's saying not only, not only fish and meat and everything else we eat, in each food, in a vegetable, we're eating a vegetable, we're eating bread, there's 
in the tzitzis of Kedusha, there is sparks of Kedusha, and we eat it when we make a bracha, and we have in mind what we're eating for, we release that Kedusha. Okay? I'm not going to go into it because, um, you know, that's, uh, that's a different level, and I don't even know. So I'm just saying it over. And it's something to think about, though. You know, hey, I, don't, I might not know what I'm doing. Do you have to think about it? Or you, it's a, no, no, it's automatic. Put it in the back of your back burner. The Rizal says, the Rizal, okay, so it's the same level as, uh, the Rizal says that you can reach a higher madrega through eating higher than the tefillah. Now, that's maybe him, not us, but keep that in mind that there is something there that is very, very cuddish when we eat. And that's why, um, and, and the truth is, is that, you know, we don't have to understand it. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's, it's there. So how do we do this? One of the ways we do this is we have to say a bracha before we eat. Now the bracha is, should not be mumbled. And it takes, really, this also sounds like, oh, every time I'm going to make a bracha, I'm going to think and slow down. Yes. If you think about it, each bracha, if you, the difference between going fast and slow is probably between three to five seconds. And that changes the total bracha. Right? Everyone says they make a shackle. The problem is there is no shackle. There's no such thing as shackle. There's no, there's no shackle. It's shahakol. Shahakol niyeh bedvari. And it's a very different than shackle. We say shackle, but it's not a shackle. We just say shahakol. That everything niyeh bedvari. Everything was, was created from Hashem. If we just say it slowly, it just changes everything around. And it makes it, makes it something special. Um, and we pronounce it. And, that, and how do we do it? By the way, the, the Pelier says, what, one of the ways we do it is to make up, we're going to say our brachas loud. If you're going to mumble it quietly, it's very hard to concentrate it, to, to, to make it slow. You say it loud. Say it loud. It takes, two, two, it takes uh, you know, eight seconds the total. You know, that's, that's slow bracha. You know, three seconds of fast bracha. Okay. Eating habits. This we spoke about Sunday and our Sunday share, but I'll just, uh, I'm just going to touch on it. Not uh, Eating habits, the Rambam... Uh, the Rambam's diet is, uh, is, is, uh, is, is something that I think the dietitians nowadays are realizing how true it is. Um, and, and he believes, he does not believe in the Atkin diet. He does not believe, he has a whole diet, and, it's, uh, and, and we could go through it at a, at a, at a, you know, when we have more time. But just very, very, very briefly, eating correctly is a very important thing, and it creates good habits, and it uh, brings Kedusha to us. It gives us more energy. Because when we're going to eat three steaks or or five pieces of cake, we're going to be so sluggish and run down. That's not going to help us in our Kedush, in, in, in our Avedis Hashem. So he, he has the whole diet, and one of the things is, is basic diet, to sum it up, is you could eat everything in moderation. Everything you can eat, everything, but, but bring, down the, um, bring down the amount. Um, so let's say, he says, you, you have a plate, you want to do is, you should look and think about, visualize the plate, how much do you need to be full? And then, take off, divide that plate into three, take off one-third, and the other two-thirds, that's your supper. That's your lunch. So, what happens is, is that you're not going to stuff up your body. The Kitzah Shacharach, we saw that, says that when you have, um, when your, your intestines are full, it doesn't work as well. Very, very simple. Anyone worked with machinery, you know that when you stuff up that machine to the top, right? You have a, you, uh, so you, somebody here worked at a bakery, right? Uh, uh, so in a bakery, right, you take that dough machine, right? And you've seen that, right? You take that dough machine and you stuff it totally up. 
it's not going to do anything. But you bring it two thirds up, it's going to produce and it's going to do what it's supposed to do, and it's going to. So that's that's his diet, and that's very important to eat and to take care of our bodies. So you are what you eat. The Peleyoid says so. We have to be very very careful on kashrus. It's not just it's a guy has a couple a Jewish uh, hat on so I can eat it. No, we have to check. It used to be that we used to go into an establishment and there was a person who was a religious person and boom he, he has a couple he has a, a yarmulke on his head you can eat now now that there now there's <coughs> safeguards and the safeguards are that you have a much have a, a rabbinical ordinance a rabbinical um, supervision and um, if if it's supervised it will you'll see a you'll see a uh, you know paper on the wall stating such a tuda a certificate and um, the reason, a lot of the reason it was done is because sometimes you have unscrupulous people who will just put on a yarmulke to, you know, capture the uh, religious market. So it's very, very important. You are what you eat. There was a story in the, in the Rambam, actually. There was a letter. They sent the Rambam a letter. They didn't know, understand why. But at that time, there were a lot of people that were going off the derech. There was people that said, I, I don't know why, but I'm starting to think you know, of, of pagan thoughts, and I'm starting to think about, um, you know, other, d- doing a various that I never imagined that I think about it. We don't know what's going on. And this whole town was, was, was all messed up. And they sent a letter to the Rambam, and the Rambam said, right away, he sent back right away, it's a letter written, printed, that um, I want you to go check the, the, uh, the butcher shop. They checked the butcher shop, they didn't just check it. They did some, some sleuthing, they did some, they, they camped out at night, uh, at 2 o'clock when people were supposed to be sleeping, they saw stuff coming in and out, like we had not too long ago in, 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 a, in a very Jewish town, we had this similar mice, so, so history repeats itself. So they found that the meat that he was using was, was, uh, was, from, was not from uh, Yankel, but it was from... Uh, What's the good name? Uh, armor or boar's head or something like that. And he was making a killing. But unfortunately, he really messed up a lot. And they stopped that. And shortly afterwards, the, the, the spirit and the, uh, the, whole, the, the whole atmosphere of the town changed to more terrific, more... It's, it's a fact. It's like, it's like there's something in there. There's like, just like we understand. We understand, right, bacteria. We understand viruses. We, understand, we get that. It's, it's, there's no different. This is no different. This is, this is something that's in the food, and if it's not kosher. So, we have to be careful. The Peleoids, this is 220 years ago, okay? Before the bug craze came out, okay? And I'm glad to say my father was one of the people that brought it out to the, to the front, how we have to be so careful about checking lettuce and, and all vegetables for bugs. But he was talking about 220 years ago, and he said how careful you have to be for... Just eating vegetables. He says, you can't go into a non-Jewish store. You have to prepare the... Ve- There's a lot of work, he says, in, in making vegetables, in making green salads. You have to check each one to the light. You can't just rely on, 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 on a store having clean, you know, the FDA for having a clean... They, they want to have clean vegetables because you, don't, you can hardly even see these bugs. Now, each bug is five or six, depends on the bug. It's five or six lavum. So it's much better to eat a ham sandwich than to eat a... because you get one lav for a ham sandwich and you get five lav, five or six lav for a lettuce. A lettuce, it's, it's a... 
Right? It just vegetable. I didn't check it. It's a vegetable, right? So, you know, you, ha- you can see where you are, but they're very small. You, you, all you have to do is look at it. All you have to do is look at it with a light bulb, look at the sun, look on the, and, and, and you'll, you'll find it. So, they're green, but they're, it's hard to see, but, uh, and that's why the restaurants miss it. You know, unless that's checked, or unless it's, they have a Bodek, or, or Positive, or the other brands that, are, that are, have a Heksher. But that's very, very important, and that's what he said then, and it's, 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 uh, it's so true now. So, um, another thing he said is food. Food is just that, it's food. Don't get angry about food. I love how he says, you know, you see people like, what, angry about food? Yeah, you know, you see a person waiting in a restaurant. Enjoy your, your friend that you're with. Enjoy your spouse. Enjoy your, your, uh, whoever you're with. And even enjoy yourself. Just chill out. Like, it's not going to kill us. I'm talking to myself because I cannot take a look. If there's a longer than a half hour, that's, I'm not going there again. I asked my wife. But that's the truth. I'm talking, so like, he says, don't get upset. Don't get angry about food. Or if uh, it's not cooked, you know, could you send the steak back if it's not medium rare? Yeah, you can send it back. But don't get upset about it if it's, uh, you know, not... Uh, it's not what you want because it's not worth it. It's a, it's a food. You have to think about it. This is what he says. There's a story of um, the Chazanish. The Chazanish had a daughter-in-law later. He had many children. And one of the daughter-in-laws, or his granddaughter-in-law, I'm not sure who it was, he, uh, I heard this uh, from Rabbi Harari. He said that um, the story is, is that she came to the first meal after she was married, or Shevabrochs, whatever it was. And after the meal, she thanked the Rebetzin and she said to the Rebetzin, Thank you so much. It was so delicious. It was tasty. It was the right texture, and it was seasoned so well. It was uh, it was really good. And th- thank you very much. It was really nice. How did you learn how to make it? And there was silence. The place was she like looked embarrassed, and she turned to her new husband and she said, "Oh my, what did I do wrong?" He said, "No, no, no. You didn't do anything wrong, sweetheart. You, you're fine." He's, so she's why like this quiet. Like she goes. Uh, he said, "Okay, I'll tell you the truth. We really don't. Nobody talks about food here. Food is something we just eat and we we eat it and we whatever. It's good. We enjoy it, but we don't really like. We don't embellish on it. We talk. We don't talk about it. So, so the next time, uh, you know, I didn't thank my wife uh, for the meal. She said, "Why don't you thank me?" He said, "Oh, the Chazanish's house." Uh, so she said, "I, I, I didn't. This didn't happen." But. Uh, but she would say, she rightly would say, is when you get to the level of chazanish, you could not thank me for your meal. <laughs> but until that uh, time, you, uh, yeah. So, um, so that's that. But that's the idea. The idea is there. Obviously, we're 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 not. The, it's you know, it's food. It's whatever it, whatever it is. Okay. So what else does he say? He says that, he says that shulch on the table is holy. When we're sitting at a table eating, all of us, it's a holy place. Therefore. As a matter of fact, it was a, a very big. Um, it was a very very big asfardik uh, tzaddik that he left in his tzava that he wants to be buried in the, the wood of the table. I guess he was after his his wife. He was after his wife and kids. And he was the last one left. He said, "My table is what I want to go with. The table is where I, I brought up my children. I taught them. I had guests. I had I had chesed from." If you could, he had tzavos to make the table into his aron, and that's what he. That's how important it is. But he said it's holy. It's our. It's our migdash ma'at, and it should be treated as such. And he says you should dress properly. Don't come to the table bare shirted or uh, you know. I guess in shorts is okay, but you know, like imagine if you're uh, 
No, and I was thinking of this. What he says, but he was thinking, you know, like if you're 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 in in Florida, you're, you rent a house in Orlando, and you come uh, from the pool to lunch, and you sit by the in your bathing suit. You can't do that anymore. You have to have respect for the table. You can't. It's not. It's a shulchan ma'at. You're you're sitting. Put on something, and then and then eat, and then go back. It'll take two seconds. But it's certain respect, certain respect for the table, certain respect for where you are. Um, is, 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 is very, very important. Um, and of course, there should be thoughts of Torah that should be spoken in Ishmael, especially Shabbos. Sometimes it's hard to do that. But even if you don't say something, you just, you know, you, you, ta- you say a thought, you say something, you ask a question, and um, it doesn't have to be a whole different Torah. Some sort of thought, especially if there's three, three men eating there, it's, it's uh, it's like a desire, the Gemara says. So it's very very important. And then, of course, Chesed. What is a table all about? The table is about a place where we can do Chesed, right? A lot of people have um, a harder time bringing people into the house that aren't. And I'm not talking to anyone. I'm talking to everyone, all of us. It's it's sometimes it's it's a very very important time that you could do Chesed, and it's a time when you can invite people. Not because inviting people like Avram Avinu is not because you want to have a great chill. That could be too, right? Right. When I invited Kiva, we have a great time, and Eliyahu if he would come. But um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah. But it's not. It's not about that. Okay. Hachnasus Archim is really about inviting somebody that needs it. You know, you have people all the time. You know, you try. You try to ask them. You, you take somebody. Nah, that person. That, that that person. I recently I asked somebody, "Can you invite this person?" They really don't have a place to go. No, no, no. That person, he's too clingy. I'm gonna invite him once, and 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 he's gonna always be. This is a true story. I'm like clingy. No, clingy. No, you're not clingy. No, it wasn't you. Um, so. So that's that's what it's all about. Avram Avinu didn't say, "One second, let me see how the chill is. Let me see how how what you could talk about. Let me see what you could bring to the table." No pun intended. Um, he it was it was it was because he wanted to invite. He wanted to show them, and that's and that's very very important. If we all could take upon ourselves, even once a month, and, and Bacher and, and and single guys, you have no excuse. There is no. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at. Good excuse last. Time. I'm not looking at anybody, but a single guy with a single. I can do even much more than, than a married guy. You could say, I'm making a meal for my friends, and it'll feel so much better than even going to somebody because it's a bunch of guys together. I know some guys have told me that's like an amazing experience when one of the guys makes a meal, and, and, and it should be done. It should, you should make up once a month. Some, somehow, this is your Hachnasis Archim, your greatest mitzvah. We learned about it a couple weeks when we learned the, the, the parashat of Ramavinu, how Hachnasis Archim. Um, according to the to the tzaddikim, or was the reason that uh, the whole chesed was created? The uh, the fact that Hashem, when Hashem created the world, and He said, "Let's make man," and the and the, and the malachim said, "Nah, they're not going to be, be." And chesed came and said, "No, they're chasadim." And He said, "Okay, so that's the whole reason for creation, and that's why." Ramayelch brings down stoyim was destroyed. Stoyim was destroyed because they didn't have guests. They never had guests. And Hashem said, you know what? That's the whole purpose. The whole reason why I created them because the Malach of Chesed said that people are Bali Chesodim. Now they don't even have that. So you could do everything else and have a Chesed and bring people to your table and, and uh, the world will be worthy of being, um, 
being uh, in existence because of you. Because of you. So that's why it's very important to make some time to have chesed, and, I, and I'm sure everybody here does. So uh, it's just we have to be mechazik on, even when it's a little bit difficult, it's a little hard to invite that person. Um, that's something which brings gula And you have no idea how you can build up a person in, in, in chesed. We had this in last week's parsha. It started out by calling um, Eliezer Eved, and then it changes and it calls him Ish. But Malach Biederman says that the change happened because when he sat by the table and um, she referred to, uh, um, Rivka referred to him, Eliezer, as Adoni, Adoni, my master. My master came to me saying over the story. And right there, she's referring to him as a person. All of a sudden, he felt like a person. He felt like an Ish. And the Torah changes his name from Eved Avram to Ish. And he, because he becomes a person. When you have somebody at your table and you treat him nicely with respect, and you bring him into your conversation, even though it not, might not be the most uh, fascinating thing, it's, it, it creates that, that hey, I'm, I'm somebody, they want me here, it's, it's, uh, it's something to, to, to build them up. Um, okay, what else he brings down, and we're finishing soon, but we have to sing Zemiris. Now, I know, you know, I'm not, I'm not great at singing. When my son's not here, it's just, it's just tough. But it's so important that I'll tell you a true story. I heard this many times. Rav Shach, the God of Haldar, he had a son, has, actually is a son, that um, didn't go off the He just, he's more, let's just say, he's not where Rav Shach wanted him to be. He's very much to the left. He's, he's, he's from, but he's very, very much to the left. Okay? Yes. So, David knows everything. There's a guy here, David, that knows everything. Anybody wants to come to see him, it's, there's no charge. Really. Um, so, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, so, this, so Rav Shach, the yes, Rav Shach said that the reason, listen to this, this is amazing. Rav Shach said the reason why his son went like sort of off the way he wanted, not off the derech, but you know, off the way he wanted, was because his meals were cold. He said, he's not a singer. He never sang. Rav Shach said it. He's not a singer. He, he's not, he didn't, whatever. So it was called, he used to eat, eat talk in Torah, and then go to Yeshiva and learn. He loved learning. He's like, he was high on learning all day and night. So to him, it wasn't necessary. But to the kids, and to the, it was. He said, and, and I, I saw that's why he didn't, he had to find a different path because my path was, was, was not as geschmack, was not as enjoyable. So, at a Shabbos meal, or even a regular meal, you just say, sing a little it makes it nice. Okay, benching. Now we're up to benching. We're almost there. Benching is an amazing chinuch I want to share with you. Okay, the chinuch is uh, everybody. He's a, he, the chinuch, we don't really know who the chinuch, who wrote the chinuch, he's, but he's a Talmud of uh, the Rashba. And... Um, He's, um, it's a very accepted. Obviously, he wrote his Sefer Mitzvah, Sefer Chinuch. It's, uh, we, we, we do all the mitzvahs based on the Chinuch. So he wrote like this, and I wrote it down. He said like this, listen to this about benching. Being careful and benching correctly. Benching fine. It's, again, it's another, how much extra does it take? Thinking how much extra does it take from a, a, a quickly, quickly recited benching to a proper benching? I don't know, maybe a half a minute, a minute, maybe. Maybe a minute and a half maximum. Listen to what he says. Kabbalah 
Yesh, I have a Kabbalah, Shekol HaMakbid Bebirchas HaMazen, I'm saying verbatim, anyone that's Makbid in Birchas HaMazen, Mitzoyinoyisav, Mitzuyimloy, Bekovoid, Kol Yimei Chayev. I'm going to translate. Yeah, as a Kabbalah, he says... Uh, he says, I have a Kabbalah, and a haf- uh, usually that Kabbalah is like a Haftacha, which means I'm telling you, you could trust, I'm, trust me, that anybody, if you're careful about benching, Birchus HaMazan, your Parnassah is going to be found by you, which means is you're not going to have to be looking, you're not going to have to go to China. China's closed up, we don't have to go to China, right? We, we, and, and we're still with Baruch Hashem, ho, ho, you know, even the importers are doing okay. So... Your, your mezoinists are going to be close to you, and you're going to have it always, you're going to always have parnasa bechavod. What is covet in honor in honor? What is it? Now, what kind of car is honor? I'm not sure. That really maybe depends on the person. But uh, it definitely is not a broken down. You're not going to be riding a broken down car that's, a, that's in the shop. That's not covered, right? Your house is going to be a house of covet. Again, that's, really you're not going to get the money from being a garbage man. Well, no, no, that not be. No, no. Some people like it. You know, the garbage man. I have I conversation with garbage man. Hashem made it that the garbage man they enjoy their job. They they enjoy just like you're an, a great marketer. You go to work and you you could you could use your 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 creative juices, right? It's perfect for you. Baruch Hashem, Hashem gave you just like them. The garbage man. Hashem made the garbage men that they actually. Oh, I love it. They, 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 Sit, have a conversation if they have time. I, I've had it, and it's, it was amazing to me. I said, "Wow, Hashem, you're amazing." This guy is telling me how great he loves it, and he he starts early, and he's at, he's home, he has a whole day, and he's and this is no big deal. He doesn't need exercise. He goes, the guy was telling me is all the great things about being a garbage man. But so whatever. But everyone is gonna enjoy what they do, and they're gonna have parnasa. All it takes is an extra minute or two. Or a minute and a half, I don't think two minutes, a minute and a half of benching, carefully open up the, the, the uh, bencher, bencher to bencher, and, and then if, if anything happens, we can go to the, go to the chinuch and say, you promised, you said, what, what's going on here? You know, but uh, I don't think that's necessary. I think this is, I, I believe in him. That's, uh, it's, it says, benching will give you parnosa bechavod, 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 Whatever, whatever way you want to say it, that's going to do it for you. It's amazing. Okay, so um, so I'm with a story about what it means. It's just a, a very key story I saw this week uh, about a traveler that was uh, stuck in a city, right? Probably like in Louisiana or somewhere like that. Uh, so so he. Uh, so he was stuck in a city, and it was his, his connecting, his plane was delayed, and it was Friday, and he realized there's no flights going out um, that he can make before Shabbos. He's in the airport two hours before Shabbos. He has, no, he has no idea what to do. He's just passing through the city. So what does he do? He opens up a phone book, and he goes to the section cone. So he looks through the cones, and he sees a, you know, a Moshiach, a, a more firmer sounding, uh, more religious sounding uh, first name. And he calls him up. Yeah, Mendel, that's a good one. And he calls him up and he said, Mr. Cohn, I know you don't know me. Uh, you know, my name is Chaim Yankel. I'm stuck here in the airport. Um, are, are you, by, by the way, are you religious? Um, yes, I am, of course. Oh, great. Um, you, you're Shabbat Shabbos and kosher? Yeah. He said, oh, great. A strange question. I'm stuck here for Shabbos. Would it be possible to come join you for Shabbos? It's only me. 
He said, oh, of course, sure, definitely. He gives him his address, although he already had the address from the phone book. But he gives him his address, he takes a cab, he comes to Mr. Cohn, and he was so happy when, he, when the, the cab dro- drove up because he saw a nice house. He was like worried it's going to be a, a, you know, he's going to have to spend it in a, a little apartment uh, that's, you know, not much room. He's going to give him his bed, whatever. And, and he sees a nice house, Balbatisha house. So he comes in, he welcomes him and, uh, from, from Yid. And he said, please make yourself at home. He shows him a room, nice room with a end suite, which, with, a, with a bathroom in the room. Beautiful. He says, take a shower, please. He says, no, no. He says, come, come, let me show you downstairs. He shows him downstairs. He opens the fridge. He says, Blake yourself at home. Here's the nash cabinet. Here's the pastries. And it was really nice. And he says, no, please take. He says, no, no, no. He says, and he smelled something. He says, wow, what's that? Good smell. He says, no, there's cholent. There's plenty of cholent. So please take before Shabbos. That's what it's for. And we do that. So it's, uh, it's there. It's there. Please take. He says, no, no, no. So Mr. Cohn turns to him and says, okay, so I hope you're comfortable. By the way, I don't know if I told you, uh, there's a charge for staying here. He said, what? Here he thought, he's like, mine was reeling. Here he thought this guy was such a nice guy. He called up this guy, he thought he's such a nice guy. And what happened? The guy is a sleazeball. He's charging him uh, for Aknas Zarka. He's charging him, he goes, right, what am I going to do now? He's thinking about if there's a hotel around. He says, uh, okay. Okay, no, you didn't tell me on the phone, but uh, what do you charge? He says, the Shabbos is 150 bucks, but that's including everything. He said, uh, okay, so, so he says, uh, are you okay with that? He said, he's thinking quickly, his mind, he figures a room is going to probably cost at least, any hotel is 100 bucks, and he's going to buy food. This is already made for him, it's, it's, wor- it's well worth it. You know, okay, the guy's maybe a sleazebag, but all right, I don't care. He's, he's, he's going gonna, gonna, to, I'm going to go for it, no problem. He said, eh, no, no, no problem. 150 is fine. I, I can handle it. So he said, okay, good. Let me know what you need. He leaves. He goes up to his room. He says, you know what? Now I'm paying for this. I'm going into the shower. And that is going to be hot and, and really hot. He turns it all the way on hot. He stays in there 20 minutes. And, um, and you know, he enjoyed that hot shower. He comes out and he goes, oh, that, that made me hungry. He comes downstairs and he opens up the pastry cat. He has a piece of cake with a coffee. First he has the coffee. Then he goes to the fleshics, you know. Okay, that chalant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy the Shabbos. I'm going to make that 150 go really far like 550. And he, he had that chalant. And he had, then he had the nash. And he came into Shabbos. And they offered, whatever he offered him, you want doubles? Yes, yeah, sure, no problem. And they, they brought him to shul. And he said, you know, it's, it's funny. The guy is is charging me, but he's a really nice guy, and he had a great time, and it was Shabbos, and Friday night, and, and he had kibbeh, and he had lachmajing, and he had uh, everything, he, he really had a lot of stuff, and he was, he had a beautiful Shabbos, and at the end of Shabbos, he, he the maid of Dal, and he said to him, wow, thank you, thank you so much, I'm passing through, but it really, this was, this was a, a, a really amazing Shabbos, here, here you go, very well deserved, he put 150 in cash, um, and he put it, left it on the counter. He said, thank you very much. He says, what's that? Mr. Cohen says, what's that? He says, what do you mean, what's that? That's the money for Shabbos. That's, uh, thank you. They're like, what, it's not enough? He, maybe he's thinking, like, oh my gosh, the guy's going to want tax, you know? Hospitality tax, uh, 26%. And like, okay, what's that? I'm giving you cash. What's the problem? He's like getting upset. What do you mean, what's that? That's what we made up. He says, we made up? What? He says, yeah, you told me $150. Here's $150 in cash. The guy says, you think I would charge you for, 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 for 
letting you be my, letting you be my uh, letting me, me be your host for coming to my house for Shabbos, I would charge you. He said, "Man, are you serious now?" He says, "You told me it's one hundred and fifty dollars." He says, "Of course, I told you. I saw you. I saw you weren't eating anything. I saw you were acting very, very shy." And I wanted you to enjoy Shabbos. I, I'm not Shabbos is not just to, to, to be polite. And, no, I want you to enjoy it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to charge him. I'm going to tell him I'm charging him. You're going to enjoy it. And, uh, and then, of course, I'm, I'm not charging you. I'm, I'm so happy to be your host. Come anytime. That's Achnas Zerchem. That's thinking. So I don't know if I should... I don't, I'm not suggesting to do that because maybe the guy's going to go through Shabbos cursing you out. And, I don't know, you want the brachas? I don't know about that. But the idea of thinking about Yenam, no, wanting him to be... The, having him food, bringing the food, bringing him to the table, that is, that is what takes food and takes it to the next level. And we can all do that. We can all be Mekayim, the Achnas Zerchem. We can all take food, just do all these things and... And, uh, and it's amazing. We could bring nachas to the Pelioites and bring nachas to ourselves and, and to the Klai Yisrael by doing the right thing with food. Thank you so much for listening. I'll we'll see you in Ritz Hashem next week. And in person. I'm now in person. In person, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks a lot.